0: I am Teresa. I am William. Heather. Oh, who's struggling? Who's struggling? Through yarn. that is very sinful and horrible. Anyway, you're listening to I'm having an episode. She's criminal. Although we talk about yarn and many other things. And we have... Well, for us, I can't math. So yesterday would have been 18 days. So we have 17 days left until Christmas. We still need to get a few more things for our family, but we're kind of done shopping and you're pretty much done. Yeah, pretty much. Just uh, some extended family in-law gifts and then we are all finished. We haven't even started on extended family because we don't do that until after Christmas. I'm like not worried about it. Bye bye. Excuse me. Okay. So when this plays, there will be let's see, eleven days. No, that's wrong. There'd be one, two, three, four, four days left. Four days. There's a big difference between 11 and four. I'm looking at Thursdays. Every episode comes out on a Thursday. So I did that. So you shut your mouth. You're not counting here. I didn't see you helping. Nope. And this is why we are friends, because we argue. I'm counting and- stitches, not days. All right. So Pope, the legend of Popelick Monster, which I didn't know there was a city called Popelick, or there's Popelick Creek. It's all sorts of things in Louisville, Kentucky. It's a trestle that goes over Popelick Creek. But when I first saw it, I was like, why the hell? Would you have a cryptid called Popelik? Did it lick a or what? What the hell just happened? And I was highly disappointed to find out that it's not what happened. Nope, just the boring town it's from. What a boring name. It's fun to say, though, PopeLick. PopLick, but it irritates me so much because it's like, come on, man. You call it public, I get my hopes up, and then, nah, it's not that it's so horrible. Anyway, I'll not. So, we're going to LouisvilleHalloween.com, where we're going to read the urban legends, have some sort of truth to them that the legends are based off. So, it's sort of an urban legend, and it's, you know, the cryptid urban legend, so, whatever. And this begins with, uh... I can't wait to hear you try to pronounce this. Are you gonna try? <laughs> Shut up! I'm looking, I'm breaking it down. I don't hear you doing shit. Seriously. Shieldneck? <laughs> <Shildeneck. laughs> yeah, neck. That's how that would be said. neck. And I was like, that's a child. (laughs) And then you neck. If you do it by child. It's German, I assume. That sounds very German or Polish. Yeah, that sounds very German. There is no evidence of him being in the armed forces. So he might be a... Colonel with, you know, hobbies. I mean, mean, it is Kentucky. Maybe he's related to Colonel Sanders. I don't know. Doesn't say anything about him making chicken. Anyway, he was the owner and ringmaster of a traveling circus that performed uh, across America and into the Deep South. So that was the beginning of the 1930s. He had a reputation of ill repute in the carnival business and was considered a liar, a cheat, and an all-around Charlotte. Um, His carnies and circus clowns were more of a gang of cutthroats and pirates. And every town they visited, left them with unsolved thefts, missing persons, and grisly accidental deaths. Uh, one thunderously stormy night. Always a dark and stormy night. They stopped in the town of Beltsville, Maryland. The circus's bearded lady, Madame Bristol? Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah but- she abandoned an infant, left in a hay-filled crate outside her tent. Uh, it was a very malformed ch- formed child with stubs protruding from the forehead, misshapen legs that looked like cloven hoods, and she took it in and gave it food and shelter. Uh, the colonel, of course, looked at this child, abomination, whatever. But this was awesome. He was going to put it in his freak show and it was going to make him rich. He took the child, he raised it, and never let it out of its sight or its cage until he fully exploited it for its grotesque appearance. Uh, the gr- the beast grew in size and strength over years. The stubs became full-sized horns. Its temperament was extremely nasty. Probably because, you know, it was kept in a cage and treated as a sideshow. It spent most of its life chained to a wall of a cage inside of a circus train and brutally whipped on a daily basis. Someone's coming to take Heather away! Oh, they passed you. They missed you. Uh, Fed only gruel and leftover scraps from the greases. That's disgusting. That gives me an upset tummy. And then, one fateful night, during a thunderstorm as violent as the one on the night of its birth, I hit my microphone. <clears throat> the circus train was passing through Fisherville on its way to a performance in Louisville, when a bolt of lightning struck the tracks, causing the train to derail ahead of the trestle over Hopelick Creek. Uh, the wreck killed most of Schildnick's crew, but not all of them. There were body parts found as far as two miles away from the crash site that's that's a a waste. now the goat man survived the train wreck and was finally set free and took revenge on the survivors by ripping them to shreds the colonel's body was never found and it was suspected that a few of his cutthroat crew of clown circus grease, and dangerous animals also may have survived the deadly accident were never back. Uh, Okay. <clears throat> now there've been a number of deaths, missing persons, deer and livestock mutilations and goatman sightings that have been reported in the ensuing years. So this is the goatman of Oak Creek and he never left the area. And he is believed to have taken up residence in either an underground cave or ramshackle hut. <coughs> really yucky today. And uh, in, the, in somewhere in a wooded area near the train trestle. Uh, his inbred hate of cruel humanity has made him a bloodthirsty and dangerous beast to be avoided at all costs. Those who trespass on his domain, domain, not domain, domain have met their face, fate at his hands. <clears throat> the Courier Journal records at least two confirmed deaths in 1987 and 1998, and there's injuries and close calls attributed to the Popelick Monster. Ah, uh, the po- the trestle rises 90 feet above Popelick Creek and stretches 772 feet across to the other side. Um, he's incapable of human speech, but <clears throat> this is an oxymoron, is capable of mimicking human voices, but he's incapable of human speech, but he can mimic mimic human voices. So whatever. <laughs> Maybe it's like a parrot. Chuck Nicklu can't talk, but can mimic it. I don't know. Saying it can't talk and then say it can mimic is just seems like you're saying two things, the opposites. Because if you can't talk, you can't even mimic. Well, I don't think most people would say a parrot can talk. A parrot can make noises, and those noises can sound like human speech if you train it to do that. But I mean, there's a lot about this story so far that really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So it's just kind of par for the course. It is. Okay. And has been known to call out the names of those who climbed at the top of the trestle to lure them out onto the tracks just as an oncoming train will be going around the bend to seal their doom. So on weekend nights during the month of October, Especially during the cycle of the full moon, the Goatman is said to be most active in the woods and hills surrounding the public trestle. Those who have attempted to drive beneath the trestle at the stroke of midnight have been reportedly chased by a beast. And this beast can run at speeds of nearly 60 miles per hour, and more than one Report has claimed the loss of their car door handle or bloody claw prints left on their car door handle. Or just car door. In the mid-70s, rumors of, this is not surprising at all, a satanic cult and demonic rituals began circulating in the same area along the Popelich Road Reports of missing dogs, cats, and other domestic animals were suspected of falling prey to satanic blood ceremonies. Um. My papers. Uh, There's a mysterious farm known as the Four Winds. And it is suspected to be owned by a group of Satanists who worship the public monster. The living embodiment of the Bohemoth. Bohemoth. Damn. It's not meth. Bohemoth. The Goat of Mendes. Here my- That's going to be a lot of silence. It's going to have to get taken out. Mm-hmm. Um, goat of Mendes. A mocking image of a lamb of embodiment of Christ who died, sins of humanity. Um, the Four Winds Farm is surrounded by a red and black painted fence. And through the 1980s into the 1990s, a sign at the front of the gate warned trespassers will be persecuted. Um, there's strange tribal dumb, drum beats. Dumb beats. <laughs> Um, and chanting that are often heard in the woods behind the farm's barn. And, let's see. There's, freaking price, there's 20 bucks per person for a horror hike. Which, I'm good. I'd go. I don't want to pay 20 bucks to just go on a horror hike. You know what a good horror hike is? Go somewhere else and just hike at night where you have freaking animals stalking you and creepy sounds and you just scare the hell out of yourself more than you need somebody else to scare you. That's a good horror hike. (laughs) Your own imagination is way worse. So, this is a myth that's been passed down orally, which is fun. I've been trying to get like specifically what it looks like, but I haven't gotten a lot. And I have, it's part man, part go. I mean, it doesn't sound like a very well thought out urban legend. Yeah. So no images of it is, isn't surprising. Yeah. Not really. Um, There is a misconception that the boat, Pope Lick Trestle is abandoned and no longer in use, but the bridge carries a ma- major rail arterial, oh my god, words don't like me, arterial, nope, can't say it, into Louisville. The heavy freight train crosses the bridge several times daily. Uh, there used to be, um like, those platforms next to it like just a little bit lower probably for the people who fix the trail or anything like that but they got rid of it to keep people from going up on the trestle and crossing it um the norfolk southern railway has urged citizens not to climb the trestle and threaten arrest if you do uh, there's streets that run underneath the bridge too, and there's another version of the story that has the monster seen on or pouncing on passing cars. That would be kind of funny. Yeah, a little bit. And I think that's no. I don't like that it doesn't give it like really good. I watched. Um, what was the show? I love the show because at the beginning it says, um, you're in Syria. Don't go to this trail because of, I don't even remember. It makes it out like everything's real and it just makes me laugh. I can't even remember what the fricking. Oh, that's not the one I want. I'm trying to find the show because I can't remember what it is but I watched something about it. And I have um my TV watch list. Oh, Monsters and Mysteries in America. That is on Destination and uh Public Monster was on it. And it's considered a horror documentary mystery from 2013 to 2015. I haven't made it through all the episodes, but the ones I did I enjoyed. And I just love the warning at the beginning. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah, those are always those are always fun. Where they they treat things like this as if they are legitimate, real, factual, goings on, and it's fun. All right, so deaths and injuries at Pope Lick Trestle. We have Sean Fleissman, who was twenty years old in 1984. He survived injuries sustained from a fall from the span of the elevated track. We have John K. List from 1985. He was killed on June 1st, 1985, when he was struck by a train. List was a friend of Randall Graves, who was Also there, and they were on the trestle shooting crows, Graves was able to hang on a cross tie while the train passed, saving his own life. And List was within 30 feet of the end of the trail when he was struck and killed. We have David Wayne Bryant, who was 19 in 1986. He sustained injuries in 1986 when he jumped from the trestle to dodge a train, but he passed away from those injuries in May 1987. Uh, Jack Baum II was 17 in 1987 and was struck and killed by a train on February 18th while trying to cross the trestle. Grady was 19 in 1982. He was a student of Miami University he was on the trestle trail at 1.45 a.m. when he saw the train coming. He held on to the railroad tie, but lost his Christina Butts. That's an unfortunate name. Was 19. In 1993, Christina, along with two other young women and three young men, were almost across the trestle when they saw the light from the oncoming traffic. An open Train. They all managed to survive with minor injuries by climbing down on the metal parts of the trestle, but Christina was too frightened to move, was rescued by firefighters. The ladder was almost not tall enough to reach. So she couldn't get down after she got onto that part. We have Michael Wells, who was 14 in 1994. He managed to tuck his body under the track to avoid being hit by an oncoming train. James Ratterman was 35 in 19, no, 1994. Um, he got trapped underneath an overturned ATV, stuck on the trestle and died after being struck by a train. Nicholas Jewel, 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 um, in 2000 was 19 years old when he fell to his death after encountering a train. Roquel Bain was 26 in 2016. He was hit by a train and, oh, she was hit by a train and fell to her death while her boyfriend survived by hanging from the side. Savannah Bright was 15 years old in 2019 and was pronounced dead at the scene, but there isn't anything else saying how she died. And I know when I watched, um, the monsters in America thing that uh, they were talking about how no certain people that died from it would never have been caught dead on the trestle. It was because they were fricking under the spell of the poplic monster because he gets you into a trance and calls for you to go up on the trail just before a train comes. So, yeah. Well, it sounds like most of those deaths weren't necessarily, oh, I was in a daze on the railroad tracks. It was, oh, I'm on this trestle like a dum-dum, and there's a train coming. Let me hang down to try and not die, but then lose my grip and fall. Like, that kind of is what it more sounds like, as opposed to, if you're in a daze, you would think you would just stand in the middle of the track, like, in a daze. So this is, yeah, there was platforms that were along either side of the bridge. And the railroad company, like I said, dis- to dissuade people from attempting to cross the track, got rid of them. But obviously, that didn't stop shit. Um, yep. Recently, the land surrounding the trestle has been acquired by the parklands of Floyd's Fork, and it features a walking path that goes under the trestle, connecting Pope Lick Park to other parks and the area along the loop. And, oh, the site is also home to Legend at Pope Lick, a haunted hike through a trail, which we highly recommend, because you're going to take my 20 bucks. Um, uh-huh. You know what's what's interesting is all those deaths that you mentioned all seem to start in the mid '80s. Yeah. I'll bet that that's when those platforms were taken off. Doesn't no? It says um in nineteen ninety eight that. Norfolk Southern Railway warn Trestle dan- of the Trestle dangers and inform the audience uh oh the audience of the Legend of Popelik Monster film there's something for you. and warn them if anybody was caught on the Trestle that watched that film would be persecuted for trespassing and There's questions on whether the railroad company should be reinstalling the platforms to potentially save lives. Nah, you stupid asses should stay off the trestle. Well, obviously, there's lots of smart people around. That's why nobody's been killed by the trains ever. It's interesting that they're trying to, to blame... Just general kid stupidity on a goat man. Goat sheep man. Goat sheep man. <laughs> goat sheep man. Um, in the first ever episode of the Bear, Bear Grass Thunder podcast, Jody, Richard, and Mariah discuss possible solutions to trespassing on the trestle. And they think you should erect be erecting a statue or monument, so there is a destination of photo opportunity, and people will stay off the trestle but I think the reason people go on the trestle is just they want to go up there and be like, "Oh, I'm smarter than everybody else. There's no goat man thing, and I can go on this trail and look at me, i'm a badass kind of thing. so i think it's just childhood stupidity most of them, maybe even drunkards. probably. i love at the end of this it says and remember resist the monster's telepathic powers and Ooh, stay yes. in the trestle. <laughs> resist that terrifying power. Resist going somewhere you know is stupid. (laughs) Use your intellect and, you know, just don't do stupid shit. But that's, yeah. That's asking a lot of people. That is. (laughs) That is. Oh, man. I still am very disappointed that it's, I think the it's called Pope Lick because there's minerals or whatever like that. Oh, like a salt lick type of thing? Yeah, I think that's why it's called Popelick, but whatever. I mean, it's still an interesting name, even if it's for a lame reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's very interesting. It drew me in. Not as good as Puck Wedgie. As what? Puck wedgie, that is a cryptid. It is the puck wedgie. I'm gonna have to do that one soon because the name of that, is one that is really that... how it's is. Is that really it is, how it's... it is? It is. It really is. It is the puck wedgie. I don't know if I believe that. I saw it on Monsters and Legends of America. So maybe, suck it, bitch. Maybe they mispronounced it. I think everybody's mispronouncing it then, because <laughs> everybody pronounces it that way. <laughs> it is totally the puck wedgie, and it's. The greatest. I think, oh, on Snapchat there were these cool which cryptid are you? And I found out about this one because me and my sister were on it and it was doing the thing, going through, and it showed like the monster and then the state and then the name. And Heidi had it going over top of her and it was blinking through. And she is a puck wedgie. I'm like, I saw it and I'm like, dude, that's just the greatest name ever. You're a puck wedgie. And she's like, what the hell? (laughs) I'm like, nope, nope, you can't be anything else. I'm sorry. You're a puck wedgie. Well, at least you now know. Yes, that she is a puck wedgie. And I'm looking it up and I'm sending it to your stupid ass because you think that you're so smart. I am so smart. You are, but <laughs> um it's a different language. What language is it? It's you in told me when Hognog folklore. Ooh, that's right. Um it can be found in parts of Indiana, Massachusetts. Delaware and Prince Edward Island. So we are totally doing that one. What's okay? These are stupid. I... Where's the pronunciation? There it is. It's right there. And I'm sending it to your stinky butt. You're Sweet. Mean... Hook, you. Gotta do that one. Totally gotta do it. Oh, that's how it's spelled. Also spelled. So where's the pronunciation? Okay. It is the uh The Puck One of it says waggy, which makes no sense. But it probably just is like a dialect thing. Yeah. Depending on where exactly you are. But there's so many cryptids, and I have to do that one. Like, the next time I do cryptid, it is going to be the Pukwogee. Because, yes, just the name is so fun to say. And that's just amazing. Oh my god, my cat is freaking out. He has the zoomies so bad right now. That. Is the end of the episode. I am Teresa here with my darling and beautiful Heather. Yup, you're listening to I'm Having an Episode. She's Criminal. Any comments, likes, follows, anything you want to say to us? Got Facebook, Instagram. Mostly me, because she doesn't check any of this stuff or do anything with it. She's just along for the ride. I force her in. When I have her, (laughs) yes, and you all love her. The episodes with her get more listens than the ones with me. Uh, We have the website, or I have the website with all the links. If you want to find some of the stuff that I just talked about, you can comment on there too can listen on almost any of the areas you can listen to a podcast, mostly Spotify and that has a question and poll on it. So I hope you guys make it back next week. I hope you have your Christmas shopping done and I hope you have a merry merry jolly little Christmas. Hey, I love you. Bye. We'll